This Water News with Steve Baker is supported by Clearwater and Filtration on Rough and Ready Highway, Grass Valley. Well, it's time for Water News with Steve Baker. And Steve, welcome back to KVMR. I've always viewed your opinions and viewpoints as that of an independent thinker. It's your own vision of how we can solve our water problems. Okay, here's a question. How much progress has really been made resolving water issues here in California? You're asking for my opinion. So I guess today we're going to do a little editorializing. (laughs) Your opinion, Steve. All right. Uh, California water issues, as we all know, they're extremely diverse. It's, It's really quite complicated. Somehow we need to satisfy 40 million people. And then when you consider the number of people that receive food from California, that's magnitudes of more people involved. Somehow we have to satisfy everybody. And that's a big task. We're talking about here in California, water source development, water storage. We hear a lot about that. Water distribution, environmental considerations. It's across the board, the, the things we have to be concerned about. And then, then we have to do all that with, uh, while still having an efficiency, an efficiency in water use and, and really good conservation practices. And then wrap all that up together. And it has to be at a cost that our society can actually support. And then you look at today's economy and you think, well, you know, how much room do we have to, you know, we don't have that much money to throw at these things. So it's very difficult. And then on top of that, another layer, the political environment, which we live in these days, has become so much more narcissistic than ever in the last hundred years, it seems. And that's become an impediment to solving water problems as well. So, you know. There, there have been small gains, of course, in localized areas like Orange County, for example, uh, with some of the water treatment, the, uh, uh, keeping the sea, uh, the salt water away from the freshwater. Uh, there's non-till ag farmland. Wonderful stuff is happening right down below us in Yuba County and in, in those areas. There's, there's some fishery successes. There's the creation of SIGMA, the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act 2014. It's in mid, actually, it's getting at a very critical point right now. And then there's a lot of water quality improvements in both surface and groundwater. And there have been some great litigations, including in our own backyard. Okay, we have some legacy gold mine issues, and we're, we're slowly working it out here in our very own foothills. But the big issues like the Delta conveyance, it's just starting up again. Now it's down to one tunnel, smaller. Um, that's being proposed. Uh, lots of uh, the same disputes going on. California water storage issues. We need more dams, you know, things like that. Enhancement of the biological tapestry of aquatic life. That's a toughie. It's always, it's hurting. Uh, there's so many reasons for that happening. These are all improving at a snail's pace when you compare uh, with the needed speed to resolve these things. So, you know, there's this fella, uh, Max Gomberg. He's with the State Water Control, uh, Water Quality Control Board. He's not very happy. He said more recently, on, actually it was on his last day working at the board, that as a government entity, he said that, you know, we're complicit to correcting, to a correct res- response to these problems, period. And he's leaving. What... Uh Corrective response is he referring to? Well, it was described as missing the forest for the trees situation. Uh, I believe he's probably he's referring to our our governments being more focused on not wrestling the feathers of anyone that's you know than holding the line on what the basic intent of our state goals are. 
an example of that of that might be that uh, you know here in, we know in California we have a real serious water distribution problem, both natural and and, and man made. Yet we allow our discussions to go off topic most of the time from the intent of the water goal, and instead we start focusing on. Uh, how much we don't want to hurt the individual group. And of course, it's important for everyone to know how much pain any specific group's going to get from a decision. That's really important. And we need to propose decisions that weight that into the conversation and come up with alternative dialogues with plausible answers. You know, we, we, we get instead too bogged down on these tangential conversations that have no ultimate remedy. That's a, that's a problem. We, we end up stalemating ourselves. Big decisions create pain no matter what. And for those, uh, for those in the paradigm, because you're changing the paradigm, that's a given. And so we're kind of stuck in that place here in California. Well, how do you uh, think we can respond differently and more efficiently, to be precise? When in dialogue with someone that has a genuine fear of the consequences that, that might result from a particular proposed solution, Try to understand the underlying fear first, okay? Don't just step into, well, you know, my way is my way or the highway. Understand the underlying fear first and then start adapting. Get creative. Start adapting your own particular position to lessen that pain or even eliminate it if you can with that person and also with other water stakeholders. That, that would be the, sort of the, the goal of your efforts. In achieving that, uh, you, you need to find a common goal, it's really important. Most often, everyone gets in their corners, they create their own goals, and they get out there and start duking or not. Okay, it doesn't work. Find a common goal amongst all the water users. And then as you both find that goal and as you discuss solutions, mitigations, speak through your common value system as a group, not as an individual, as a group. That way, you end up automatically saying, nah, you know, good proposal as far as a possible answer here, but it doesn't satisfy all our community goals, our common goals, and so our value system. So, you know, we can't use it. We need to adapt it somehow. So it it helps you work through the the stuff that's really not going to work. And really, we're after long-term solutions, not short-term wins, which is what politics seems to be about most of the time. Uh, as as this conversation develops, then what you would probably what you would notice is the level of adaptability goes way up in collaboration. It goes way up. There's this creative resourcefulness and also a greater knowledge of the topic, of course, because you're having a lot of conversations. And as that develops, then you have this melting of ideas and and possible options that really reveal a viable solution end up happening. So I, I wish I wish this approach was used in today's world. Our set of personal values is what drives our decisions and it drives our pushback too. So we need to address personal values through this process. And when we align those values amongst the groups and individuals, we'll discover that common goal and and yeah, it's going to require that each of us make some principled compromises. Of course, it, it is, but it's all we're in it together. And it really works this way. And really, there's less pain as well. And so now you've heard me rant a little bit. But I really think that is the, a, a very effective approach that I simply do not see happening in not just the state of California, but really in the country we live in. Well, Steve, you're very optimistic about human potential is all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to 
um, be proactive and and solve problems before they become impossible. But uh, with something like water, it can become an emergency where it's it's just uh, a lot more uh, intense and immediate, you know, responses that have to be dealt with. That's true. And really... <laughs> I don't know if people realize this, but uh, the most expensive, the most nasty of all natural disasters is drought. It's not the flood. It's not a cold spell in the wintertime. It's drought. And so we need to get on it, and we need to work together. Steve, thanks a lot. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Managing groundwater is Steve Baker's career and passion, and that has led him into working on all water sources and supplies. This has been another conversation with KVMR's water guy, Steve Baker. You can email him with your questions at water at operationunite.co.